Enneagram 2, The Nurturer. Subtype, Self-Preservation. Privilege. Truth, a hard pill to swallow. There's something for you on that small wooden table to your right. You can't help but feel the soft texture of this elegant, ivory laser-cut card you just picked up. I mean, just look at these mirror gold backers that speak of majesty. Curious, you open the card. You are cordially invited. We humbly request the pleasure of your company at this royal celebration. As you read these lines, you cannot help but feel baffled. And you start to wonder, what is this? Who gave me this? What royal celebration? Well, let me be clear. It's 1776. You have traveled back in time to commemorate the complexity of an exceptional violin concerto composed by Sir Robert Williams, a child prodigy since he was nine. And you are at his party. Just take a look around you. A brick red carpet perfectly rolled out from the main door of the music hall. Giant bronze statues and gold furnishings everywhere with the finest silks and fabrics. Crystal chandeliers hanging so poetically from a ceiling made of engraved oak. Glorious food and an endless supply of champagne. You're so taken by the beauty and grandeur of the architecture that you don't know what to focus on. All you know is that this was a lavish affair and you're here for the ride. Hear the champagne fizzing in your glass as your lips touch the rim to take a sip. But that's not all you hear. Bassoons and basset horns, beautiful notes played by the oboe, a slow dramatic opening and a big adrenaline rushing finale. Wow, you think to yourself. This was no composition performed by a circus monkey. Oh no. This was the work of Virtuoso, a true musical genius. Nothing but awe lingered in the dusty corners of your mind because tonight you rubbed shoulders with greatness. Robert, come, your guests await. A grumpy voice suddenly took center stage. That was Robert's mother. Nothing particularly special about the woman, just a concerned mum who won't stop hovering over her now 18-year-old son, micromanaging his every move. Robert, come now. We're all waiting. Once again, 
you hear that high-pitched grating voice stealing the night's thunder. Perhaps you're thinking, but where is Robert? After all, all these people were here for him, to appreciate the boy and praise his work. Here I am, mother, a shy, cheerful voice was heard at almost sounded out of breath. You can tell our boy had been running. Here's what you need to know about our young musical prodigy. Robert had always been the life of the party. He knew exactly how to skillfully bring out the humour in any situation. For example, let's say you're not having the brightest day. Then Robert is just what you need. Picture him sneaking up on you, ready to take you in a tickle fight. And the best part? He wouldn't stop till you told him to. You should see just how spirited our boy is, even among friends. Don't be surprised to see him throw back his head and let out a loud, hysterical laugh in the middle of any random conversation. You may find this a bit odd and may even start wondering, is the boy, for lack of a better word, ill? No, this is no such tale. Robert would simply do anything to keep the people around him happy. You can be sure that his playful nature was unlikely to disappoint. A little too unlikely, if you ask me, especially when his mother was involved. Keep that in mind. You see, Robert was quite fond of his mother. To say the sky's the limit when it came to his dear old lady wouldn't be an understatement. After hearing these words, I want you to imagine a playful smile spread innocently across the boy's bony red cheeks, and he stands before a large crowd and soars away at his violin. Close your eyes and allow the vibrant strings of the violin animate every fibre of your being. You can now deeply appreciate the magnificence of every note. As though the child was taking direct dictation from the heavens above. Bravo, young lad! Encore! Encore! The crowd roared its approval with thundering applause. Mother, should I go it again? said Robert and looked over with a look of, I'll do whatever you ask. That's enough, boy. She patted him on the head and slowly walked away to carry on mingling with the guests. How would you feel when you always seem to play your cards right, but still don't get the parental love you want? In Robert's case, Mum. How would you react 
when the only voice echoing in the chambers of your head screams, try again, try harder, every single time. Give yourself permission to sit with these feelings, no matter how scary or uncomfortable they may be. Remember, this is a safe place. Now you know exactly what Robert was feeling. With his eyes fixed on mum and a hollow smile that didn't leave his face, he rushed to the centre of the music hall and messed with every instrument, laughing. (laughs) You hear Robert's laughs like metal scraping glass, nervous, intense and uncontrolled. That's when you slowly depart from the hall and come back to here and now. I'm sure you noticed that Robert's behaviour was many times out of place. You may even describe it as frantic childlike or even desperate. Why do you think that is? See, many of us, like Robert, tend to people please. We all take these steps, calculated or otherwise, just to get the other person to like us, to spend time with us, and to accept us for who we really are. And as a recovering people pleaser myself, dare I say, it can be quite the addictive merry-go-round. So let me ask you this. You want to love and be loved, correct? I most certainly do. So when you go about life based on other people's truth, are you really living yours? As the saying goes, the truth, or in your world, your truth, will set you free. And if you don't speak it authentically, it will find ways to speak through you.